Blog Talk Radio.
love that song. Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio today. And today I have a really special guest today, um, Zoe Moon, who is an astrologer and many, many other things. And she'll be on with us in a few moments. I'm going to bring her into the studio. And I know a lot of people have been calling in early to, um, you know, talk with Zoe. And um, we are going to run through the signs, and we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on right now. Um, just so everybody knows who Zoe Moon is, Zoe Moon is my, basically, I call her my house astrologer. She's a pretty amazing person, very spot on. And uh, you can go to Zoe Moon Astrology um, um, blogspot.com. And also, Zoe is available for personal readings, too, if you'd like to. Uh, we can give that out. And the chat room is open, and um, we already do have one caller in queue. So I wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be running through a few things before I unmute anyone. So if you are going to be calling in, we probably won't be taking any calls until about 5. Um, well, I'm, I'm saying I'm on PST time, probably till about 2.15 or 2.30. Um, but if you are um, on the East Coast, it would be then three hours ahead. So the number to call in would be 347-677-1036. And um, with that, I am going to bring my friend Zoe into the studio. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Holly. <laughs> I, I know you love that song. <laughs> I know it has. I knew that was awesome. it. Well, that's like, I don't know, that song just like really, I felt like was so perfect right now because it does feel really intense right now, the energy. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of things are closing around. You and I chatted briefly before the show. We are talking about a lot of weird energy out there and the veil. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Yeah. A lot of things are being revealed. Um why don't um why don't we introduce you first really quickly um and tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do just for a lot of people that don't know who you are but I know we know how a lot of people do and um again this show will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Blog Talk Radio afterwards on Red Velvet Media but so why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone um I know you have your own show um also Blog Talk during the week and uh, you do a lot of writing and all that. So, um, and you started out in the music industry originally. So, <laughs> been there, done it all, right? Yeah, I know. Well, I'm Zoe Moon, and I I write for ten plus magazines and online sites, and I have two radio shows. I do a, a weekly show on Blog Talk on Thursday nights at eight, and I also do a once a month show on Healthy Life uh, out in Los Angeles, which is about the month coming up. It's every third Friday of the month and I do private readings and you can probably the best place to find me as <laughs> silly as it sounds is, is the Facebook site because I do post a daily forecast every single day, which is facebook.com slash Zoe moon astrology. So if you want to find me there, that's always the best place to connect with me. And uh-huh. uh, girl. <laughs> that's all I can say. It's just like, there's always something and, you know, this, I, I mean, I don't know if you want me to get right into it, but this stuff that we've been going through no, we do. March has just been incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah, when I was talking about the veil being thin, I mean, we entered into, 
We had a solar eclipse back, you know, uh, on the Oh, that one kicked my ass. That kicked my ass. Yeah, and it was in Pisces, you know. I mean, it was like Mm -hmm. pushing us forward in, yeah. I mean, it was actually on the 8th, I should say, and then then the uh, next energy moved in on the 10th. But we starting on the 10th through the 27th, and we had Mercury and Chiron and the karmic south node. Everything was like aligning together, moving through with that eclipse energy through Pisces. So for people that are not totally up on astrology, Pisces rules the veil between worlds. So it is the place where we have our inspiration and imagination and the muse lays there with, you know, film and art and painting and all of this poetry. And our spiritual practice evolved from the Piscean field, so our meditation and yoga and uh, and our romances that are karmic or past life develop in the Piscean field. So we were really starting to go down a a very heavy karmic road with these things. Pisces is also about healing in hospitals with the veil there and this karmic kind of uh, rebalancing going on. We've seen a lot of people crossing over. Um, it uh-huh. rules, you know, the things you do behind the scenes. And when it's negatively aspected, it rules deception and boundary issues and addictions. And so, you know, it's just been, and it's very hard. It's like, think of yourself as cast out into the ocean. Um, it, it feels like, you know, you can't get a clear picture on everything that's really going on. Uh, it's definitely interrupted people's sleep patterns. You know, either you're really fatigued or you're up and down and up and down all night and weird, intense dreams. And, uh, you know, so we kind of came That's out. That's what I was telling you about. <laughs> I know, I know. You believe oh how many God. people tell me about this stuff. And, you know, so we came out of the, the – it was really about ending a karmic cycle and starting a new one between mm-hmm. the 10th and the 27th. And then it ended on the 27th. But then there's a secondary ending that's happening this week that we're in right now because Venus is riding alongside at the same exact degree as the karmic south node and that Chiron wounded healer energy. And so we're turning corners with women, with love, with income situations, with beauty in our life uh, as we, you know, kind of set off on this, you know, so... Uh, you know, you might reconnect with those past life souls or you might be letting somebody go in the name of love or income or there may be a significant woman, you know, in your life during this week uh, as we kind of fade out to the rest of the changes that we've been going through. And, you know, the positive is that next month we put this behind us. This was two two eclipses, a solar and a lunar eclipse this month, and then all this heavy-duty uh, Piscean energy thing going on, so it's been really one heck of a whopper of a month, and April's going to be much easier. <laughs> I think. Is I'm it? Hoping, you know? Promise? Yeah. Promise? I'm, yeah, kind yeah. of, almost. <laughs> it looks no, better. I, it looks less I, intense, so. I have, yeah, I have to tell you, this has been, um, a lot, this, this month has been really intense, as you said, um, and dream, the dream state has been very intense. And, you know, I always tell a lot of people, as you and I both know, we need to pay attention to our dreams a lot of times, oh, yeah. you know, because we get messages in there. Um, and I want to tell everyone that's in queue, that's on hold, um, we will be taking calls that we're um, right now just going to run through a few things. And, again, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Blog Talk Radio afterwards on Red Velvet Media. Um, 
And uh, for anyone that missed where to go find Zoe, you can find her on Facebook, also zomoonastrology.blogspot.com. Plus, she does a daily um, astrological reading on um, Facebook. But, um, yeah, so, so this month, you were talking about the veil. Now, for me, like, the veil means, like, it's, like, real thin. And it's, like, you can cross over into the next world, and also a lot of things are revealed to us. Is that what you're referring to? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been people that have passed over communicating through to you, signs that you're seeing in your daily walking life. The dreams are incredibly vivid. They're giving us messages. Um, You know, a lot of people crossing over, like I said, and it's, it's just been, you know, it's good for the artists and the spiritual growth that can begin to take on a new level because of this. But, it's, you know, because it's traveled along with Chiron, we've had to look at wounds and look at vulnerabilities and address what we need in, when it comes to healing. And, and, uh, and then any loss because of the karmic south node, you know, could have been wrapped up in that as we start to move into this next cycle. So, you know, uh-huh. coming out of it, today is actually the very last day of a, an alignment here in conjunction. So, you know, yay. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's like it's like dreams are really intense right now. And also, um, you know, conversations with friends and family members or loved ones or children or whatever, they get just turned around and, it's not real. There's not a lot of clarity there right now in a lot of things. Yeah, and I don't you know, think. And here's another thing, too. We're in between September of last year and September of this year, we're in a very rare mm-hmm. Saturn Neptune square. Well, Neptune rules Pisces. So when Saturn is squaring Pisces, you know, or Neptune and Pisces, the ruler of Pisces, we are, it, it kind of carries that funk and strangeness. <laughs> For an entire year, the last time we had this configuration from these signs was 1692 and 93 when we had the Salem Witch Trials. You know, so talk about things being oh, wow. and hard to see and, you know, how strange it was and people getting really bent out of shape over, you know, religious zealousness and, and uh, the things that Sagittarius rules, you know. We're seeing it on our world stage right now with the political scene and some of the crazy, you know, like... Oh, I don't even want to go on. there on the election. Yeah, I don't yeah, either, really. But no. it's part of, like, we can see it, you know, um, and through the mm-hmm. media, which is ruled by Sag, you know. So we're having, that's where Saturn is, testing us. And I do think that when we get about halfway through September, people that have fallen into the challenging or, or darker side of this configuration are going to just wake up because the clarity comes the minute the square ends. And so this fog lifts, and you might be in the middle of something and go, what the heck was I thinking? What was I doing? You know? And uh-huh. uh, so to that end, you know, I really believe in our personal lives, if there was anything specific that we were meant to work on with all of this, we would have seen it between the 8th of March and today. This was like uh-huh. all the personal energy activating that, you know, that space. Uh, so I think we kind of know what our story is that we're working on through se- September. Um, but, yeah, it's it, – I mean, nobody's ever experienced anything like it. So, I mean, of course, I can say I've never felt anything like this because we haven't, unless we were – Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, I know. Just it it has been. 
No, it has been it has been really intense, and uh, on a personal site, you know, it's just in my own personal life, I could feel it so much, and it carried over into business too. So there was a lot of confusion, you know, as you said, a lot of deception. You know, it was very true. Um, we were able to see. As you said, as you were talking about, you know, a lot of that was being in the forefront. You mentioned that it's in Sagittarius, which is my sign. Um, so I know I know that I can feel it even more so because it's like in my in my, in my sign. It's yeah, like, that's where the stopping uh, part is, the testing part, you know. So it's really going to push you to make to to draw some lines and mark some endings during this time, but also to make some long term commitments towards things that you really do feel are worthwhile, you know, as you process mm-hmm. all of this. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. I know. It's just crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> I wanted to say to everyone in the chat room, thank you for um, tuning in. And also for everyone that is on hold, we will be getting to your calls as soon as we are able to start doing that. Um, so, are, what... What do you think? Are you still there? Yes. It got really quiet. It was weird. I was listening to you. It was very strange. (laughs) It got really quiet for a minute there. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, maybe we can um, touch briefly just on um, everybody's sign, maybe, and then uh, for the month of uh, April, you think? Do we have time to do that? And then we'll, and well, then we'll pick I up some calls. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I, mean, I know. April's big for, you know, we always have our new, new and full moon, so that's fresh start where the energy is going to help us launch into something new and also where we're wrapping things up. But the, uh, there's two other things going on that are also big in April, and that is that we're going to have a lot of focus on the Mercury uh, energy in Taurus because it's going to move in on the 5th and then travel there and then retrograde on the 28th and then stay, you know, and retrograde till May 22nd. So we're really going to have a lot of meetings. Yeah, I know. And so we we enter the shadow of that. I know. We enter the shadow of that on the 14th. So things start to slow down. Taurus rules income. It rules possessions and purchases. So, We'll be, and it rules being valued, you know, what we value, how we feel valued in a situation. So we're going to get, you know, think of it, think of the positive side, which is it, it does give you a chance to work something out, figure it out, rework it, you know, it's a do-over. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, most of the energy is moving forward with this, so you're going to start things in, in forward motion when it comes to those topics and then really kind of go back and, and finesse it or, or decide you don't want to go in the direction you've gone or there could be people from the past coming back around, involved in it and all that. And then Mars is also going to retrograde. And, you know, that's a a more rare phenomenon. Mars is going to retrograde on the 17th. And it's not going to go direct until June 29th. And it's going to do it in Sagittarius. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I know. There's no way you're not feeling this stuff going on right now, girl. No, (laughs) no. And, you know, Mars is about our it's our physical activity and it's what we're passionate mm-hmm. about and it's what we're angry about and it's our fighting spirit. And so when that's in retrograde, we take all that and we aim it at something from the past. So if there's, you know, something going on with a past passion, you know, that person may return and you get a do over with that. 
Uh, if you're angry with somebody now, you could, like, uh, pull away from each other during this retrograde period and cool off. Or if there's somebody that you had a fight with in the past, they could come back around and you guys could try to work that out. Um, it's definitely, you know, in Sagittarius, it's motivating us to go back and, and really do redo or undo something. This isn't about just, you know, Mercury's about having those talks and making those decisions. Mars is about getting in there and physically doing something about it. So, you know, with Sagittarius, that's all the expansive-minded part of the, of the zodiacal sky. So, you know, we need to redo things that have a legal side to them or we need to go back and, and get in there with the media, marketing, broadcasting, publishing projects, or we need to go back over something educational or something with travel or foreign interests or weddings or religion or politics. Uh, so, yeah, expect the retrograde part of this be really interesting on the political stage <laughs> as things take a oh, big turnaround, you know, on oh, the great. 17th. Well, hopefully the turnaround. Yeah, let's look for the turnaround. Let's, yeah. let's look for that. I'm looking for that. <laughs> so, you know, if, if, I'm going through, if I'm going through the signs, I mean, Aries has a new moon in, in April that's in their sign, so it's time to go forward for their own self new things for that they want, their body, their image, their brand, anything like that. Mercury is all mm-hmm. going to be focused on income, possessions, purchases, and then you'll have that retrograde on the 28th. Mars is going to take them back over the legal, travel, educational, media, wedding, religious, or political themes from the 17th onward. And then that full moon on the 22nd is bringing something to a climax either in their sex life or with a reproductive need, with a divorce, or anything involving the big financial picture, the loan, the debt, the inheritance, insurance, taxes, and uh, bankruptcy, uh, alimony, any of those kind of financial themes. So we're seeing something culminate there for Aries by the 22nd. And for Uh Taurus, you know, the the new moon on the 7th is happening behind the scenes in the mystical part of the sky, so it gives you guys fresh starts. Uh, that can help you launch into anything with your artistic talents or projects, your spiritual practices, your karmic romantic unions, uh, healing or hospitals, tackling addictions, uh, or anything with research and development. And then all the focus with Mercury and Mercury retrograde is happening in Taurus's sign. So they're the ones who are going to be either retreating or going back over some kind of agreement or offer or sale or decision that they've made and, and rehashing that. Mars is going to retrograde in their big financial part of the sky. So with all those, you know, anything on the outside resources or in that sex life or divorce area, so they get a chance to go redo or undo something there. And uh, then the full moon on the 22nd brings a relationship to some kind of climax. So this could be a partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, opponent, competitor, you know, so something's finally ending or wrapping up coming through celebrated by the 22nd for them. Um, for ah. Gemini, you know, we're seeing, I know, right? You sure you want me to go through all these signs? <laughs> <That's a lot. laughs> um, for, I don't want you to get bored now, you know. Um, for no, Gemini, we're not bored. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, all right. No, no. Uh, Gemini has the new moon on the 7th. It's in their social arena, so this definitely helps them launch anything on the Internet or with groups or friends. Uh, anything they want to move forward with, uh, you know, involving gatherings or parties or events or their own aspirations even or anything original, really favorable for them. And then 
the Mercury energy is going to take them back over that kind of karmic behind-the-scenes arena. So they may be reconnecting or rethinking something with a clandestine romance, with an artistic or spiritual project, uh, with the healing or hospital decision or that research matter that they're involved in. And then Mars is going to take them back over a relationship uh, starting on the 17th forward. So they really are going to be kind of redoing, undoing something uh, with a partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, competitor, opponent type. So they want to address passions or anger or what they want to see done or undone there. And then that full moon on the 22nd, it brings a big climax for Gemini. Uh, either something ending or coming through and celebrated on the job or with the pursuit of work or with a health matter, paperwork, coworkers, hired help, or the animals and what's going on with them. Cancer, the new moon on the 7th in April, is giving you guys a huge shot forward on the career front or with a personal goal or something involving uh, an authority type, like a boss, parent, judge, that type of person. So you want to launch, you know, what you want to go for then. And then Mercury going backwards is going to be really focusing cancer, uh, reconnecting with friends, groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, uh, social networking, gatherings, and that kind of thing. So you may run into people from the past there. You may be going back and reworking, rethinking something there, uh, or see something current, pull back for a while. Mars is going to retrograde for cancer uh, on the 17th forward in the work and health zone. So it's time to go back if you wanted to get, you know, fit and healthy. It's time to go back and really do that. If you didn't, um, if there's an illness or something going on that you need to address, this is the time to get in there and do it. Uh, if you, you know, you may leave one job and go back to an old job or have a coworker from the past come back around uh, or need to go back and fight over something with, a, uh, you know, a, somebody you've hired or over the paperwork or the animals in the situation. So. Uh, for attack for cancer and then the full moon on the 22nd is bringing something to a climax uh, with their lover their love life the kids the creative project or something recreational so this could be a big achievement and a celebration or it could be an ending that happens at that point leo wow uh, you know new new moon energy for leo is in that higher minded expansive part so it gives you guys a boost forward from the seventh onward uh, can help you reach where you want to go with your legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, broadcasting, wedding, religious, or political interests. Um, Mercury is going to be taking you back to rethink things on the career front or with personal goals or an authority figure, like a parent, boss, judge, that type. And Mars is going to take Leo back uh, to reconnect with passion, anger, or actions with lovers, kids, creative projects, or fun. So, you know, going back to the past people there or reviewing past issues, uh, and getting in there and doing what they need to redo or undo. And then that full moon on the 22nd for Leo is going to bring something to a climax in the home or with real estate moves, renovations, family, parents, roommates, something at the core of the chart. So they can really celebrate or achieve by the 22nd there, or they can be wrapping something up or ending it in one of those areas. For Virgo, new moon energy on the seventh forward. Breathe, you know, breathe, breathe. You know, right? <laughs> I am on a roll, man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'll take it into the Zen level. For Virgo, <laughs> um, you guys, this new moon is uh, it's in the eighth house, so it's powerful stuff for Virgo. Going to help you guys launch into that next level with anything financial, you know, go after the loan, pay off the debt. Sell the inheritance, you deal with the bankruptcy, get new insurance, pay your taxes, uh, you know, get your investments going, your alimony, child support, whatever that financial thing is. 
And then for Virgo, this is also on the personal side, really going to give you guys a boost forward in your sex life or with reproductive needs, with the divorce or any third-party situation. So if you're single, it's definitely an attractive time, more so than normal for the Virgos. And, um, you know, can help you do what you need to do in any of those areas. Mercury is going to be kind of pushing you forward, but then taking you back over decisions when it comes to anything legal, travel, educational, media, wedding, religious, or political. So, you know, you're going to be thinking about that stuff and in talks and then reviewing it in, in the next couple months. And Mars is going to take you back from the 17th onwards uh, to redo or undo something going on with your home, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, the family, parent, or roommate situation. And you're really going to be addressing, you know, reconnecting with your passions or anger or fighting spirit there and motivating and making something happen, unhappen. (laughs) That's not a word. You know, I'm doing it. And then the full moon on the 22nd for Virgo brings a decision or offer or agreement or sale, something in the communication field. It could be a big talk, meeting, the writing, the interview, something either, you know, coming through and celebrated or ending. Uh, and then on the Monday side of that one for Virgo, there could also be something really escalating to a peak with a brother, sister, neighbor, the vehicles or electronics. Uh, so you might be kind of, you know, wrapping up or achieving something there as well. For Libra, you guys have this really big boost starting on the seventh forward in your relationship zone. So it's going to help you guys get in there and take things to the next level with partners, agents, attorneys, specialists, clients, even dealing with a competitor or opponent. So you do want to really try to connect with people or make new connections. And then Mercury is going to be taking Libra back over the financial matters or the sexual attraction or reproductive need or divorce. And so, you know, either you'll be running into people that play a part in that or rethinking things and making choices about that. Mars from the 17th onward is going to be taking Libra back over there uh, whatever they're doing, you know, or need to redo or undo uh, with local activities, short trips, brothers, sisters, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, uh, or anything with writing, agreements, sales. I mean, it's a, it's a wide field there for Libra. Um, offers, interviews, you know, it's the communication and what's going on in that local realm. So Mars is going to amp up the activity involving past or, you know, ongoing situations that you want to go back to and revamp in some way. And then the full moon on the 22nd brings something to a major ending or, or celebration or achievement that you've been working towards uh, involving your income or your possessions or your purchases. For Scorpio, um, you guys, uh, I was like, find it on the page. Where's my numbers? I just like have a you list know, of I numbers. You know, I oh, got yeah. disconnected. I had to call back in. And, you know, I want to tell everyone that I'm old. Um, we're going to try to get to you. Um, and for everyone in the chat room, I want to thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. And if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio On Demand. And today we have Zoe Moon Astrologer and myself, Holly Steffi, with Red Velvet Media. Carry on. Scorpio. Okay. <laughs> okay, the Scorpios. Um, the new moon on the 7th, it's a, it's a, this is a very positive new moon, I think, for everybody. For Scorpio, it's going to give you guys new opportunities with work, uh, with coworkers, with people you hire to help out in any part of life. Anything that you want to launch into some new direction with your health or with animals or environmental interests um, or paperwork. So, you know, it's a really 
powerful time to be proactive in the two weeks to follow that. Mercury is going to really be about rethinking things, uh, getting into talks, meetings, agreements, sales, and, and rethinking things with key relationships for Scorpio. So they, they'll be in there with, you know, business partners, romantic partners, agents, attorneys, specialist clients, competitors, opponents, and you know, getting a, a do-over with that. Mars is going to retrograde for Scorpio and take them back, back over anything they need to redo or undo uh, involving their income or their possessions or their purchases starting on the 17th. And this is a nice long retrograde. So it is going to, you know, if you need to go back to some old way of making money or, or if you have some possessions you were trying to, you know, put in a yard sale or sell, or sell online or, you know, I don't know, whatever you're doing with your possessions, put them in storage. <laughs> you can get in there and redo that. Um, or if there's a purchase you were thinking that about, you can go back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Clean up the closet. Clean up the basement. And then the full moon on the 22nd is in Scorpio's sign. So it's, you know, when we have the full moon in our own sign, it's a big deal moment. So yeah. something big is happening for Scorpio by the 22nd. This can be some big achievement or recognition or some kind of celebration that you're involved in. Or it could be something that you're ending. If there's been something going on with your image or body or brand or name or title and you, you're finally wrapping up what is your need in this situation and bringing it to fruition, then that's what can happen to you by the 22nd. For Sagittarius, uh, Yay. new moon. Yeah, I know, right? Finally, she's like, oh, why do I have to be my sign? No, 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 um, no. I want to hear about everybody else. That's important. <laughs> it is. So I, know. I, know I, know, I know somebody in every sign. I mean, it's like, yeah, I always think about all the people I know every time. When I write this stuff, I clear my head of everything, and I just write it. And, then and I go, go, oh, back that and poor thing. It. Yeah, I go back and I go, oh, my God, is that what's going on with them? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's always interesting. I know, right? (laughs) So Sagittarius, this is actually a really good uh, new moon, and it's good for everybody. Yeah, for Sag, it's focused on true love, creative projects, children, and anything recreational. So you guys get this boost forward. It can help you launch into something new. It can help you take whatever you're involved with now to the next level. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a lot of good energy wrapped around it. So you want to be proactive from the seventh onward with that. Mercury is going to get you moving forward and then take you back over to rethink or release or rework something uh, when it comes to your work, uh, anything you're doing with coworkers or hired help, any paperwork, uh, getting organized, cleaning up, you know, getting into the details. And then also anything in that with health or with pets. So, again, you know, you might start to move forward uh, with your job and, you know, it's in Taurus, so what you're doing, making money on and put it in motion and then you have to wait for somebody who goes out of town for three weeks to come back and then pick it back up or they offer you, you know, the new job, but then you have to train and then you're in forward motion again, that kind of thing. Same thing with health if you need to go back and, and recommit to your workout regime or see your doctor about some old thing coming back around, this is the time to do it and et cetera. Mars is going to retrograde on the 17th in Sagittarius. So for the Sagittarians, uh, this is definitely about you guys reconnecting with your passion, reconnecting with any anger that you may have in any part of your life, and reconnecting with really getting physically involved in something from the past or something that is ongoing but needs some more uh, energy from you. And kind of gives you that do-over phase. And it's a really good time for Sag 
if they're trying to get something in motion from the past involving their body, so again, if they were trying to get back in shape or go back to an old image and revamp it or take their brand that they've been working with for a while and get in there and redo that, um, if there's something with their name on it or there's a title involved, they can redo that. So it's very personal and physical for Sag. And they're the ones who are hosting Mars, so they're going to be kind of the dynamo with going back and making it happen. So it's kind of in your hands what you want to do, but this energy will help you go back and get it right. Um, and then the full moon on the 22nd is in that uh, kind of karmic, mystical part of the sky. So something is coming to a climax by the 22nd, either uh, with a clandestine romance or karmic romantic union, uh, something with uh, healing or hospitals, something with research or development, something with an artistic project like a film, music, painting, poetry kind of thing, or anything in your spiritual life with meditation, yoga, prayer, nature walks, magical interests, or psychic abilities. So you want to kind of work towards what you're trying to wrap up or, you know, achieve by that date because it should be able to peak for you then. For so it's going to be even more intense then. <laughs> it's going to be even you know, more it's, intense. It's, it is. Oh. Some of the weird stuff is not okay. as weird. I mean, I can't totally say okay. the Sagittarius are, and the Pisces are going to be out of this because that major square is happening between their two signs, your two signs. Yeah. And so, you know, and for everybody, we have it as background noise. It's just a, it's a period, you know. I think, like, if we look back at uh-huh. the Salem Witch Trials and go, how strange, and I can't believe that all those people got caught up in that hysteria and that horrible stuff that happened. I think when they yeah, look back at crazy. our time period at some of the stuff going on on the world stage, they're going to say uh-huh. similar things. There's some really crazy stuff uh-huh. going on out there. So we oh, have tell to me about kind it. of filter through it in our personal lives a little bit too, you know. So uh, it's just the times uh-huh. we live in. What can I say? Um, uh-huh. Capricorn, you know, the new moon on the 7th, it gives you guys a new boost forward. Uh, you can set anything in motion with your home, with a move, a real estate deal, a renovation. Um, you can take things to the next level with family, parents, roommates. So, you know, whatever that means, if it's brand new things or taking something that you're involved with into that next chapter, this is the time when Cosmos will help you make it happen. And then Mercury is really going to focus Capricorn on lovers, kids, creative projects, and recreation. And so you're going to really be kind of in there and talks and making decisions going forward, but then as the shadow gets entered on the 14th and it retrogrades on the 28th, you're going to go back and review that stuff. So people from the past are going to come back around um, or you're going to, you know, go back to past situations and kind of get a do-over in that. And then Mars retrograding on the 17th is going to take Capricorn back with their passions or fighting spirit or anger or motivation into that uh, reviewing or redoing or undoing that clandestine romance or that spiritual practice, artistic project healing, hospital, or addiction situation, or research and development. Uh-huh. So they're going to be behind the scenes for a while. <laughs> and then the full moon on the 22nd is in their social sphere. So, you know, there can be some kind of big celebration or ending involving a friend, a group, the Internet, astrology, charities, social networking, gatherings, that kind of thing. For Aquarius, the new moon on the 7th in April is going to take you guys forward with decisions and agreements, sales, writing, interviews, talks, meetings, anything, you know, communication-oriented. Also going to help you guys move into the next level with brothers, sisters, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. So you guys really want to kind of decide, you know, what you want. Go for it. Open up. You're going to be in a lot of talks. I think, And you might have some news or offers that take you in that direction as well. 
And then Mercury is going to focus Aquarius on things having to do with their home, their family, moves, renovations, real estate deals, parents, roommates, and that stuff. So you'll be in forward motion in the first part of the month, and then Mercury is going to retrograde, and you're going to need to go back and review or reconnect with past people or rework something, whatever that is for you at that point. Uh, Mars is going to retrograde on the 17th, and so for Aquarius, it's going to take you guys back over the social sphere uh, so that you can go back and reconnect passionately or deal with anger issues or motivate about something you wanted to do or you want to undo with a friend, a group, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, social networking, or some personal aspiration even for Aquarius. You know, it's time to get in there and get it right. And then the full moon on the 22nd brings something to a big peak uh, involving your career or status or reputation or something with a big personal goal you've been trying to achieve or something with an authority figure, a higher up, like a boss, parent, judge, teacher, mentor, that type. So, again, big endings or big celebrations and achievements in those areas work towards what you want to see come through. And for Pisces, yay, we're at the last slide. La, 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 let's do a little dance. Uh, um, <laughs> we have the new moon on the 7th. And for Pisces, this gives you guys a boost. It gives you more potential than normal to get out there and take things to the next level to make money or to do something with your possessions or with purchases. So it's going to help you, you know, move forward in that. And then Mercury is going to really be focused on the communication part of the sky for Pisces, which kind of intensifies the retrograde for Pisces um, because it's in Mercury's house. So this is really about, you know, rethinking your decisions, rethinking the talks you had and the agreements that were signed, rethinking uh, the sales, rethinking uh, offers and proposals and interviews and auditions. You might get called back into those. Um, going back over anything with siblings and neighbors and vehicles and electronics. Definitely the Pisces want to back up their electronic stuff. Back up your computer, buy warranties on electronic or mechanical items that you purchased in April because there can be glitches. Um, so, you know, and you may hear from people. I think they're going to actually hear from a lot of people from the past during this, you know, end of April into May period. So it's kind of a do-over opportunity there. And then Mars is going to retrograde on the 17th forward, taking Pisces back to redo or undo something involving their career, uh, fame, recognition, achievement, uh, personal goals, or those authority figures, the boss, the parent, the judge, and that type. So, you know, again, you're kind of going back and addressing uh, anything you're passionate about or you were passionate about and you want to respark that, uh, anything that you were angry about and how you can work that out or just motivating to go back and get it right. And then the full moon on the 22nd brings some kind of climax for Pisces uh, in the expansive part of the chart. So for you guys, something is coming to a head with a legal matter, educational pursuit, uh, wedding, the media marketing, broadcasting, publishing, publicity, the travel plans, uh, someone with somebody at a distance, uh, or anything with religion or politics. So uh, we see something either ending or celebrated or achieved by the 22nd. So you want to kind of work towards that. And that's our April. Yay. That's awesome. Well, you know, I think it's really important that a lot of people that ha are on hold and a lot of people that are in the chat room, if you missed the beginning of the show, if you missed your sign or you missed any information on anyone else that you would like to hear about, um, the show will be available again on iTunes afterwards and on demand on uh, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And again, um, 
we do have a lot of callers on hold, and I'm going to try to get to some of you and most of you if I can. Um, I know we're limited on time, and I was hope I'm hoping that a lot of what Zoe went through, as far as each sign, addressed maybe some of the questions that you would have. But I know some people did have maybe some personal things that they would like to ask, and. Um, you know, just all in all, I think this is going to be me personally on, you know, and Zoe knows we both kind of like have the same kind of feelings about a lot of things. Um, this has been an intense month, um, very intense. At least it has been for me. Um, yeah. Spiritually, yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, yeah, the world is kind of crazy right now, and, um I don't even want to, like I said, we don't even want to talk on the political part of it because that could even, that could just, I don't, I don't even get into politics even with friends anymore because it's like, you know, we don't all see the same things as we all want to see them. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean one's right and one's wrong. But, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy this month, this year. Um, but... There have been some really beautiful things that have happened, too, this month, don't you think? I mean, I've seen some really good yeah, things happen. I think at the core of this this major aspect that's going on, I really do think that it's pushing everybody to reevaluate what they believe in. And I think, you mm-hmm. know, we hear a lot of the end-of-the-world scenarios going on out there, and I really do think that this is this part of it is really super important this year is to – Reclaim your faith, you know, and humanity and yourself and your God and, and, you know, find your way along that path. And so, you know, that's the beautiful side of it to me is, is where we can come out of this and, and find ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, I always said that I felt like this year was the year of truth. Um, so for me, that's how I still see it. I feel like this is the year of truth. Like a lot of truth is going to be, like you said, a lot of things are going to be revealed to us. So I feel like that is like really a main a main aspect um, on this year for a lot of people. Um, in a lot, in, in every situation, in, in, your, in your house, in, in the world, your job, people. You know, and personal stuff too. You know. Yeah, I just, and I, uh, I, I think that's—I definitely think that's spot on too. Because, you know, Saturn mm-hmm. and Neptune. If we try to be deceptive, which is the negative side of Neptune, you know, the square from Saturn is saying you can try during this year between September and September, but it's all going to come out. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it is. It, it does have that strong configuration because Sagittarius, you know, that's like that's the truth. That's that's our beliefs. That's the you know the mm-hmm. wise the stage, and and it's not going to put up with the deceptions that can happen under duress with our the Neptune part of our chart. So don't you know always be above board during this year for sure. And you, you know, and we continue to be surprised by some of the things we're learning you know, again, on the world stage and in our own private lives. But, yeah, that's a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, no. Sure. No, totally. And by me saying, um, and I want to get to maybe one or two calls of, that we do have on hold because I know one person called in before we even started and she's been on hold. And I see you there, so I'm going to get to you. Um, I, I want to say that 
you know, was was really interesting to me about the in recently in the beginning of the year was how a lot of the classified information that was classified became declassified um, mm-hmm. to the world. And I'm talking about UFOs and stuff like that that they've been talking about. And uh, I found that really interesting because, like I said, I felt like this was the year of truth, and I really feel like our, the state of our world, the way it's at, and I know you're going to agree with me on this, it's like we need – there's some divine intervention that's going to take place, some sort of something. I don't know what yet. I really feel like even if it's our own personal journey, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't underestimate the power of prayer. Don't you? Too. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. It's huge. It's huge. Do you feel like talking um, on the phone real quick with uh, a couple people? Because I know one person called in before this show started. I know she's been on hold. If you don't mind, do you mind taking a yeah. call? Okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me get her real quick. Because I know she's been on hold for a while. 631, you're on the air finally. Yes, hi. <laughs> Thanks for taking my phone call. I didn't know if I just had to give my horoscope or if I could ask a question. Or oh, my no, mean. no, no. What would you like to ask? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm just about love life in April, and I'm a Libra. You're a Libra, okay. Um, Libra with love life, you guys, <laughs> you guys have had an interesting thing going on actually since 2011. Um, you've had a very slow-moving planet that rules true love in your life, uh, finally shown up in your relationship zone, and the the energy itself is considered one of great awakening, and because of that. It is like kind of like a roller coaster. It's going to bring people in and out. It's going to bring positive and negative um, until you get the one. <clears throat> and this is ongoing until 2018, and then it's never returning in your life. So having the ruler of true love in the part of the chart for Libra that is about making commitments with somebody bodes extremely well for you guys meeting the right person at some point between 2011 and 2018. Um, but you're probably going to go through some kind of crazy people <laughs> on the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or, yeah, some kind of unpredictable moments, and people can just be, like, all about you one day and then gone the next, or you don't know, you can't understand. You know, I, I don't even want to go into it. It's just very crazy energy. So, I mean, if we're looking at the month of April, Libra does have that new moon. You get one new moon every year, and this is the one for you guys in the relationship zone. And so, and Venus is also moving into that part of this Libra on the 5th. So on the 5th, Venus shows up and stays till towards the end of the month, and, and the new moon on the 7th gives you that two-week window. So it's a really important time to be proactive, to go out and, and meet people, you know, if you're thinking, I don't know where you go to meet, you know, if it's like online you do it or through friends or you go out to places where you like, you know, like certain things that you want them to like or whatever. But it can be a really good time to be proactive because you you have more potential right now than at other times of the year to meet somebody that would be, you know, long term for you. So well, that's, that's amazing. Definitely, and I was just going to ask yeah. real quick, I like to Pisces and I haven't heard from him like in a year. Do you think that person is going to call? Like maybe anybody from the past? Well, you know, I think it's normal for you to be thinking about them yesterday and today for sure and this month behind us just because of all the 
karmic energy that's been playing the karmic out in stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been past life stuff. So if you had a past life connection with him, it would definitely be pulling on you strongly right now. Um, it's always possible. The Pisces, just like the Sages, are under the toughest of the configurations. They're really kind of uh, transforming themselves between last September and this coming September on all kinds of really important levels. So it probably depends on his journey, you know, where this person or hers, I don't know, <laughs> I didn't ask which way. No, it's to him. Um, yeah, okay, so, you know, which uh, depending on where where he is in that journey, I mean, it's that, I think the right person is out there if you're proactive about getting out there about it. You have a, This uh, month of April is super for setting some things in motion with that. So you may, I mean, if he's the right one, but but just realize the Pisces are under quite an intense uh, configuration right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, You're listen. Welcome. Would you like me to? Would you like me to mute you so you can listen to the rest of the show? Okay. Sure. Sure. And I'm going to okay, tell her too that so if she doesn't, holding if, on. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joey. If she doesn't hear from him you know, during this month coming up, the next, like, real big opening for, Pi- you know, for a Pisces who's pursuing true love would be between July 4th and the 19th of July. So that would be another window she could kind of uh, put herself out and about where she might run into him or, or see if, the you know, he comes through during that time because it does activate the Piscean's true love uh, zone during that time. Oh, um, so either now or July? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. When I hear Thank the you. word "true love," I think of the I think of the movie Princess Bride, true love. You know, it's like <laughs> hey, it's got to be true love or it's not worthy. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, six three one. I'm going to mute you so you can listen to the rest of the show. Is that cool? Oh, maybe she hung up. I think okay, she's I don't muted. know. <laughs> okay, all right. Do you want to take another call really quick? Sure. you want to take another call really quick? Let's see. Let's see who this person is. 860, you're on the air. 860, you're on the air. Hi, Hi how, how are you? you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, I have a question. Um, I do know my rising and my moon, if that helps you. I'm a Sag Sun. I'm an Aquarius mm-hmm. rising, and I'm a Virgo moon. Okay. So, um, I don't know if that helps you or not, but I am also looking for a, a relationship myself. Uh, it's been a long haul, and it's interesting that you said from last September till this September, Sages are going through a lot of changes. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sag, oh, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Sag. You know, this year and next year, these are two of the most important years of your life. Every 29 years, you get this opportunity to reinvent yourself. And okay. starting, it's it's really kind of what you do this year and next year. Actually, part of it was last year, too. Um, but what you're doing at this time is about kind of closing the door on the last 29-year chapter of your life and setting off in the new next 29-year chapter. And you're doing that but defining who you are and what you want for yourself. And so by by ending, you know, things you'll no longer put up with with other people, by really committing to things you want to get strong and healthy about with yourself and pursuing the things that you're ambitious about, 
that's what's going to end up drawing this next person in. It'll happen when you've done the work, whatever, wherever you are. You may have already done it, and you could be this person, you know, next month. Um, or you might, it might be a process. And I do think I would warn the Sagittarians that love may come if you're single before September, but if it does, I would really ask you not to give your complete heart away until this fog list from Neptune because you might think they're, you know, you might have your rose-colored glasses on and then when it comes, when it lifts in the middle of September, you could be in a situation like, oh, my gosh, you know. And I'm not saying it will happen that way, but it's a possibility with this year. Um, and, and so on a shorter-term basis, Um, There is a lot of nice energy in the house of creativity and true love right now for Sag. It's happening like there right now. Uh, So it's a good time to be thinking about it. And it also might be a good time if you want to put the word out to people. Uh, If you want to go out where you know you could meet people, it would probably work well for you either in your local arena, like at your local coffee shop or library or, you know, you and a friend go out to the mall or whatever, wherever you go locally. Um, and it also might happen through Uranus, uh, Uranus, Uranian uh, fields. Uranus? Like, yeah, <laughs> Uranus, baby. <laughs> I'm talking too much today. Uh, when you're, uh, you know, when you're out with friends, when you're doing anything within a group activity or online, uh, or yeah. if you attend a party or something social, you know. So local or social, that's kind of what's being amped up right now for Saj. Hang out um, by the punch bowl. Hang up by the punch yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing I would say to you, you know, is to remember, you brat, is that uh, the ruler of true love for Saj is Mars, and it is going to retrograde during, you know, like I said, the 17th of April all the way to the 29th of June. So there may be a past cover. Sorry. The 29th of what? Sorry, April 17th until, what was it? 29th of June. June, okay, okay. Scary. Yeah, so scary it's, it's very possible that a past love comes back around. Um, and sometimes this can be somebody you were involved with this lifetime. It could be somebody you were involved with in a prior lifetime. That kind of past uh, theme is really strong during that time frame. So if there's somebody you start thinking about or you run into somebody that you used to date, it may be worth giving them another shot just to see, you know. Um, because we do better uh-huh. with past stuff during that retrograde than we do with new things. So, you know, kind of where that's at. What do you think about the Mercury in retrograde and dating? Like, I I read think something online where you shouldn't have any kind of dating during Mer- Mercury retrograde, especially if you first met them. Is that true? I don't even know. Just asking. It's, it's usually unlikely that you're going to stay with somebody that you meet when Mercury is retrograde because, Mercury rules our mind, and we think one thing when we meet them, and then we rethink it when Mercury goes direct. So, you know, there can be a change. But sometimes it works out. If you're born with Mercury retrograde in your chart, for instance, you can actually be in better flow. And, you know, uh, what, uh, about 20% of the population is born with Mercury retrograde. So sometimes you do better when Mercury is retrograde because you're in sync with that energy. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. I would not say don't date, you know, because if you get an offer from somebody really great, you want to go see. But I would say, you know, again, don't, like, fall madly in love in the first three and a half weeks. Don't commit to, you know, anything crazy. And give it some time to see if any if you change your mind about them after it goes direct. Well, so. and it makes sense for me because, like, you just, as you just said, that from last September till this September, a lot of changes 
and into the next year for Sag. And I'm just like completely revamping my whole friendship frequencies with everyone. Um, what doesn't serve me, I'm dumping them. Everybody. I just can't it's do it so anymore. Important. Yeah, it's <laughs> so can't. important. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to drag, you know, you don't want to drag the, the past story. I mean, this is a completely different book. And I'm not saying, you know, some people in some situations, jobs, homes, whatever, you know, you're going to stay in and, and take to the next level. But right. you're, you're going to relate to them differently, and everything's changing. So, you you know, and there's a lot of stuff that has to go. So, exactly. yeah, I, you know, exactly. you're in the right phase with that. Time. It's time to just, for everyone, just, you know, if you don't need it, get rid of it. Seriously, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. It's springtime. Revamp. That's it. (laughs) Thank you so much for calling. Um, Did you want me to mute you so you could listen to the rest of the show? Okay, cool. All right, hold on a second. Uh (laughs) Okay. Are you there, Zoe? I'm here. Zoe? Okay, hold on a second. I'm I'm trying to mute calls. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, at least you figured it out. I never show. do that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, there's no. Like oh, that's because you have, don't you have somebody else that runs your, you know, I do it all. I do, I do no, it all. No, I'm doing it all on Blog Talk, on, on Healthy Life. Yeah. He's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This no, is, this is like it, really, this is crazy. Um, we have one more call that's been on hold for an hour. Um, wait, okay. I think I think let me let me unmute that. Maybe maybe our hold on one second. Nine one six, you're on there. Who's this? Hi, thank you. My name is Wendy Hi. from California. Hi, my name is Wendy from California. I was born July the sixth, nineteen fifty one. Cancer. And what's your and, question? Well. Um, I had two big surgeries on my ring finger on my right hand in November, and thank God no cancer. And um, uh, they had to reconstruct it. I'm I'm going through occupational therapy, um, uh. and the the bank that I was working at the call center they weren't that thrilled with me when I went on my medical leave, and I applied last week for a job I would love to have. It's with Kaiser in their call center and um uh do you and ironically i had applied for that job um just before my surgery and then i couldn't pursue it but it's come back around and uh the recruiter actually emailed me five times in october so um do you see me hopefully getting this job with kaiser I think it's I think it's definitely a very strong possibility. There's a couple things going on. One, cancers have uh, the planet Jupiter in the part of the sky that rules their hands, <laughs> and so this is a once in twelve year cycle having it there. And it's been in retrograde, so going back and having anything done to the hand, it's definitely one of the most favorable times you could ever have it done. It's going to be there until September, and then it won't come back for another twelve years. So it's trying to get you as healthy or as happy or as prosperous or as strong as you can be through the things, you know, through the part of the chart that it's running through. And it is making, you know, when it comes to jobs, you've had Saturn in the job part of the sky, health and jobs. So we've been tested with health issues 
and job issues. All cancers are going through that on some, and pets too, you know. I'm a cancer. I can relate to this. I can't tell you how much is going on with me with that. Um, but Saturn just recently retrograded just a few days ago, and so things from the past coming back around. We're in that flow now. So definitely a really good time to go ahead and commit to that. And when Mars, you've got Mars going direct in that same part of the sky with job opportunities. So from now to the 17th of April, I definitely think you get in there and, and get this thing going. And then once it retrogrades, you probably either be in training or, or if they want to call you back for more interviews with more people, you know, it could be a round of a few more things going on with that. But you've got a lot of like Saturn is about long-term commitments and endings. So you had your ending. Now you're going to get your long-term commit with a job. Mars is about that's where the action is right now for cancer. And, you know, you've got the favorable thing going on with getting your, your, your hand fixed, your ring finger fixed. So, yeah, I definitely think this is a very positive time for you to see this stuff moving forward for you. Well, thank you. So do you, do you sense that I will get this Kaiser job and it will be a long-term job? I definitely think that if you get it, it's going to be a long-term job. And I think I don't do like psychics and say, yes, I think you're getting it. (laughs) But I can say from my experience that this looks incredibly positive for you. And I would also say that, you know, here's another thing playing in your favor. The new moon on April 7th is about cancer's career. And it's some of the best energy surrounding it that we've had in a very long time. You get one new moon a year that focuses on your career and helps you move forward on some level. So I think, you know, if I was a betting man, and I'm not a better or a man, <laughs> but if I was, I would say yes. No, you're not. It's very positive for you. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Yeah, well, thank so you. Yeah, it, I, looks, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good looks for good you. Be proactive, you know, show up. Go for well, it. And also, you know, don't just. I pursue other things, too. I mean, I would just be putting my resume out there for everybody right now because it's a really strong time. Having Saturn retrograde is going to help you go back and, you know, connect with people from the past and make it happen. And um, it eases up on some of the restrictions you might have been going through up to this point. So it's definitely a good time to get in there and go for that. And then there's going to be that other turning point in May, around May 9th, um, where you're going to start to see a big kind of, that's when the happy, prosperous energy starts to go direct again. So that may also be like a secondary boost for you where you really feel like you're kind of fitting in and getting things going with whatever work you've landed. So, yeah, there's a lot in that area for you. Well, that sounds wonderful. And um, uh, we, my sister and I applied to rent an apartment. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll know tomorrow if we're approved. Um, uh, I hope so. Yeah, the interesting thing about the apartment, you know, that I'll tell you that that's really interesting that you guys just did this, because Venus rules where you live, any real estate deals or moves or any of that stuff for you, and Venus just for the first time has been sitting here with the the karmic south node and with Chiron. So it's really been marking the end of any kind of karmic situation you would have been in with with your living situation and the end of any feelings of being wounded or vulnerable in that situation. And it's launching you into a new cycle. And this literally just ends today. So if you're going to hear from them tomorrow, I mean, that's pretty amazing that, you know, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, there was a family tragedy. 
on March the 2nd, my beloved brother David, born August 13th, 1960, nine years younger than me, mm. jumped to his death. And oh, love him. Oh, oh I love man. him so. Mm-hmm. I love him so dearly forever. And I hope to God that he feels that I was a very good, loving, protective sister and that he still wants to be with me forever. Oh, bless your heart. You know, we were talking about this at the beginning of the show. There's so many people crossing over. It's such a, uh, it's just so intense what's going on right now globally, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people that are on the edge, they're going, they're just going. If they're in bad health, if they're, you know, if they're in a lot of pain emotionally, I mean, they're crossing. They're just going. And uh, it's a really hard thing to get through. Um, But I'm sure he loved you a lot, you know. Well, I, I, um, I believe in the hereafter, and uh, Absolutely. I, I hope that he feels like I'm a good sister, and that if he'd ever called me, I would have flown to his assistance immediately. He's you should really, you with know, you. yeah, you should I'm tune sure. into that. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely. You know, if you're talking yeah, about it now, to your dreams. I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel, yeah, pay attention to your dreams, and I feel like he's with you, you know, as long as you hold him in light. But he needs to move on to the next place, too, so you don't want to hold him to this, in this material world, you know. That's the important mm-hmm. thing I tell everyone. This is Holly. I'm well, sorry. I just had to say that. <laughs> Well, yeah, ho- hopefully he'll still he'll still be around me and stay in communication with me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I I think all of our loved ones do. I do, and I'm sorry yeah, that you had to go through you, that. Ask oh, for answers before you go to sleep. Ask for signs. Ask for dreams to give you messages from him. I mean, if you ask, you you may get some kind of uh, message, you know, that comes through to you. Mm-hmm. I had a dream the other night. I woke up, and the dream was that he had been talking to me, and that he told me that there was a checkerboard breadboard in the break room at Kaiser, where he was a medical transcriptionist. And I am going to contact a few a coworker, and and just I won't tell him I had a dream, but I'll just say, did my brother have a breadboard like a checkerboard? But I found that to be an interesting dream. Uh huh. Interesting, I yeah. I think it's interesting because, Signs I mean, there. to me, I get, like, the message of, you know, Christ and the bread and the body of Christ and all that and breaking of bread and kind of, like, symbolic of, like, his body being in spiritual form now. So I think it, that's, where, that's what I would get out of that message. Well, mm-hmm. um, I, they, they placed three from me in his hand, and it, it was closed uh, ceremony. Uh, they didn't want him to be viewed. And um, uh, in one of the envelopes with the card I wrote, I had cut a lock on my hair. And I he was very particular about his Bibles, so I found one of his own old Bibles. So that's with him. And um, so... He gave him comfort I, things. That's important, you know. That's important. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, you know, I, I have to believe that he and I will be together forever through all eternity. Yeah, I oh, believe I totally that. believe I, that, yeah, yeah, we're connected to the souls mm-hmm. that we travel with for sure. Yep. Thank you. Well, um, 
uh, I had to move everything into storage, and I'm living in my sister's living room because of the events in October. And um, I don't trust the vibration of the call center bank where I was working. And so my intuition tells me I am applying, but I just have a real good feeling about Kaiser. It's actually the same company that he worked for, but it's a different Mm, uh department. So um, hopefully I'll be starting a new career with them. Um, Hopefully I'll hear from Kaiser soon. Yeah, and, and, you know, you could just be positive about that. Yeah, and it's not easy going through that stuff, huh, Zoe? But, you know, you have to be positive and just send messages out before you go to sleep and pay attention to your dreams. You've done all you can right now. You know what I mean? Thank you. You're very welcome. Would you like – I'm sorry, what would you like to say? I feel guilty because – my brother went out of his way to drive me down to the Bay Area for my surgeries. It was about six or seven times, I think. And the agreement was that I would pay him for his gas and the toll fare, and even if he wanted me to buy him lunch. He never asked me to buy him lunch. Um, I only paid the toll fare a few times. And then um, he brought up, he reminded me, and I said, I absolutely agree with you. You're right. I did promise that. Um, and then it, it, it didn't happen that I paid him back the money. And um, I believe I certainly would have, but I feel guilty about that. You have to let You know that what I'm go. getting is that, yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, if you really, if you're feeling that heavily, I would just, when you can, when you can afford to, pay it forward. Find somebody that needs whatever you would have paid mm-hmm. your brother and give it to them. Well, I'm going to yep. buy him a beautiful headstone. There you go. Well, that's, that's great. Way to do it. See? Yes. Or that's maybe make thing. a donation to a charity that he would believe in. So yeah, hopefully I'm still a good be sister. Yeah, that's paying it forward, definitely. Definitely. Would you like me to mute you so you can listen to the rest of the show? Yes, please, and thank you both. God bless you both. Oh, you're very welcome. God bless you. Hold on one second. Hold on. Ah, wow. Yeah, it's really hard to hear about people leaving. We all know that we've left, we've lost so many people that are known and unknown to us all. And I know we still have a lot of callers in our, in our, in our queue and we're very limited on time. And I wanted to say to everyone um, in the chat room, thank you so much for listening to the show today and uh, let everyone know that uh, this show will be available if you missed it from the beginning if you want to run through the signs you can do that by listening to it on um, itunes or on red velvet media blog talk radio or go to zomoonastrology.blogspot.com or go to zomoon zomoon astrology on facebook and Mm -hmm. um for everyone listening i just want to say you know that uh you know uh we have tried to get to as many calls as possible. I know that you're limited on time. I am too today. I know we have, yeah. let me see, um, one, two, gosh, we've got like four calls on hold. I'm sorry, I'm guys. Next time. <laughs> yeah, we'll we're going to do another show. No, no, no. And this time we promise it's not going to be as long. It was like, what, five or six months this time? That was crazy. Um, I know. 
I know, and I and I really missed you. I missed you so know, much. Girl. We got to catch up. You know, and uh, um, I'm going to be playing. Yeah, no, I know. And you know, um, with the holidays and stuff, Easter came so fast this year, and you know, spring came, and it's a rebirth of the season. So think of it that way as a rebirth, and pay attention to everything and. Uh, I wanted to say I'm going to be ending the show today with a really, really special song that isn't out there that's done by a very good friend of mine for a soundtrack of a movie. Um, I think you'll really love it um, cool. yourself, Zoe. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's called Cathedral Sand Floors, and uh, it's it's a really beautiful song, and uh, she has a beautiful voice. Um, and uh, Zoe, before we end the show today... Um, how would anyone get in touch with you if they would like to have a private reading with you? Because I know that you do private readings by appointment. And um, if you'd like to get in touch with you, could I give out your Zoe Moon Astrology email? Yeah, it's just Zoe Moon Astrology at gmail.com. So. Okay. Okay, I have Zoe Moon Astrology <laughs> at Gmail. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. And then Facebook is really awesome, too. And Red Velvet Media is on Facebook as well, so you can look on there when we're going to have Zoe back on. And also, if you look on Zoe's Facebook page, she does do quite a lot of announcements when she's going to be appearing on shows. And with that, I want to tell you I love you, and I'm I'm so glad you're here today with me. And um, this really means a lot. And for everyone that listened today and is here... Um, I want to thank all of you because, you know, it's with all of our intentions that we put together collectively that we can manifest best of intentions for everyone, right? I, I feel Absolutely. that's like what I'm yep. feeling, you know, at this point in my life. But um, thank you so much for your time, Zoe. And I know that I know it's so much for you because on a physical level, I know it's very spiritually draining, but it's also really invigorating because, you know, you've helped a lot of people. You know? yeah, I enjoy what I do, that's for sure. And uh, what I want to ask you, what are you currently working on? Um, and now I forgot to ask you that. I know that last time we talked, you were talking about doing a television show. You're working on that. I was, but um, what you... I just, I can't get out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I've talked to several people in L.A. and New York and had some really nice opportunities, but I, you know, I'm a caretaker for my mother, and there's no way I can leave this area. So I've kind of put that on the back burner for now, writing, working on my books. And, and how's, the working house, on all the magazines. how's the house doing? How's the house doing these days? You know, we have our little haunting. We haven't been doing any renovation in here recently, so it's quieted down. Anytime we do any renovation, it gets a little crazy. <laughs> So I'm at, you know, when we start to tackle the kitchen, I'm sure it's going to get crazy again. But right now it's been kind of mild, which is good. So. Yeah, and a little background on that for people that don't know. Zoe lives in a house that um, she moved into next to um, another house that she lived in. And uh, this house has quite a lot of spiritual activity going on in it, which um, Zoe and I are both very sensitive to. And... uh just pay attention to stuff that's happening around you. And with that, it's Wednesday, okay. and we want everyone to have a beautiful day. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, go ahead and uh, 
play this song unless you have anything else you want to say to anyone. That's it. I just, yeah, stay strong, everybody. It's going to get better in April, so hang in there. All right. I love you. And here you guys go. (laughs) Okay, I'll be back on the air on Friday, guys. See you then. Mm